Well, tonight in the Honky Tonk Time Machine, we have a guy who's been putting out the hits since the early 2000s. He's a Grand Ole Opry member, four number one hits under his belt, and he's got that signature deep voice that everybody loves. I'm talking about Josh Turner. Josh, it is a pleasure to have you on. Thanks for being a part of the Honky Tonk Time Machine tonight. Oh, it's my pleasure. Josh is doing a string of radio interviews this morning, so we got a little more than 10 minutes, so we're going to jump right into the new project. He has released a covers album. It's called Country State of Mind. And if you love old school country music, which I know you do because you're listening to this show, you're going to love this album. Josh, from Hank Sr. to Hank Jr. to Keith Whitley to George Strait, you took on some legendary songs with this one, and i got to say you did a phenomenal job. Oh, I appreciate it. You know, this was a labor of love. Um, it was yet another passion project that I've done, and, and it's just it's a collection of 12 songs that I've been familiar with most of my life. So it was probably the easiest record that I've ever had to record. Um, and and so, yeah, it, it covers a, a fan of material that goes all the way from the early 1950s all the way up to the 2000s. And I want to get into some of these songs individually. Let's start with uh, the single that you have out right now. It's a cover of a Vern Gosden tune. It's called I Can Tell by the Way You Dance. We're going to play it to close out the interview, but I love your take on the song. Uh, tell us about your connection with that one. Yeah, you know, Vern Gosden's always been one of my absolute favorite artists. Um, he's on what I consider my Mount Rushmore of country music, which is Randy Travis, John Anderson, Johnny Cash, Vern Gosden, and Hank Williams. Um, and Vern is probably one of the most underrated country artists of all time, in my opinion, um, you know, because he, he didn't get the recognition that, you know, George Jones got or Merle Haggard got. But uh, I, I feel like vocally, you know, he's, he's just been one of the greatest singers, you know, to ever come to country music. And so I've always been a fan of his, and I've always loved this song. I, I felt like, you know, I can tell by the way he danced, uh, it's just always been timeless to me. I've played it live, and, and I feel like it could be a hit today. I feel like it could be a hit 20 years from now. Um, and, yeah, it was uh, it was Vern's very first number one song. Your Mount Rushmore of country music is pretty solid. I, don't, I wouldn't have too many arguments, especially when it comes to Randy Travis, who is also one of my all-time favorites. Your admiration of Randy has been well-documented. And he actually makes a guest appearance on this album. So how was it to work with him? Yeah. You know, Randy is the reason I moved to Nashville in the beginning all those years ago. And then, you know, I've, I've been friends with him for almost 20 years. And and it's just, it's always a pleasure to work with Randy. And, and of course, I had to have him on this record. And so when we brought him in, you know, I didn't realize that it was the first time that he had been in the studio since his stroke back in 2013 so mm. that that made the moment even more special so i'm just uh, overjoyed that he's on this record what's it like to be able to now call randy a friend after you grow up idolizing a guy like that you know it's it's a dream come true uh, you never know how your your heroes are going to respond or how they're going to treat you I've, I've heard horror stories of people you know getting to finally meet their hero or the artist that they looked up for so long <laughs> and the artist <laughs> treats them like a you know, like a piece of dirt. Um, but Randy has been anything but that. You know, he he's just treated me just like, you know, his brother and, and uh, you know, his his peer and his equal. And and I've just always loved being around Randy. And, and he's just kind of taken me under his wing. And, um, you know, he's just been a, a huge influence on me. Yeah, Randy's one of those heroes of yours that you have been fortunate enough to meet. And several other artists on this album you have been able to meet, hang out with, become friends with, but there are some exceptions. 
guys like Keith Whitley, Hank Williams Sr., Waylon Jennings. You never got to meet them, but obviously they had a big impact on you because you cover good old boys, I'm no stranger to the rain, and alone and forsaken. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I would have loved to have met, you know, Keith Whitley. Um, you know, he's just one of the greatest country artists of our, you know, of our genre. Um, you know, it's just, uh, he was just taken from us too soon. And then with Waylon, you know, of course, he's just an icon. And he died, uh, I guess, right before I got signed or right after I got signed. And I never really got the, the opportunity to meet him. I never was in the same place as him. And, um, you know, I regret that, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's an honor to be able to sing their songs on this record. And, um, you know, just kind of pay homage to, to them and their music. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the title track country state of mind. So that's a Hank jr. Tune. And what's interesting about this, this recording is you actually invited Chris Jansen to perform it with you. Chris is from right here in Southeast Missouri. In fact, I went to school with Chris. We're classmates. Oh, there you go. Graduated same class. So it's really cool. What, what was it like to work with him? Oh, Chris is, a, you know, a buddy of mine and, you know, great artist, obviously. And um, he's been having a good bit of success. But he, you know, him and Runaway June, Maddie and Tay, all, you know, that whole young crop of artists that I, you know, in, included on this record, you know, they, they have a, a great appreciation and knowledge of the country music that came before them. And so I, I just felt like that they were, you know, well-deserved, um, on, on being on this record. And, and, uh, and they, they just added a, a new kind of flair to it and, and a new energy, um, that I wasn't going to get anywhere else. So it, it was, it was a blast doing this song with Chris because he and I both are Hank Williams Jr. fans. So it, it turned out great. Yeah, absolutely. I, lo- I love you guys' take on it. Um, do you have a favorite song on the album? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know if I have a favorite because they're all so different and they're they all kind of have different meanings. But you know, I, I love the John Anderson song. I've got it made. That that song's always you know just uh, just made me happy. And but I, I guess if I had to choose a favorite, um, I'm no stranger to the rain. Uh, it's probably one of my favorites on there just because of what it says. I had a feeling you might pick that one. Well, I've got you, Josh. I also want to talk about some of your earlier hits. Of course, your breakthrough single back in 2003 was Long Black Train. That thing was on the chart forever, so we got to know it pretty good. I'm guessing it holds a pretty special place in your heart considering you wrote it. It was your breakthrough single and then just the content of the song. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I still consider that to be my signature song um and at the time yeah it broke a record for being on the chart longer than any other single in history <laughs> um which was fine by me uh you know and um and yeah it's it, it's crazy how how much success and how many hits i've had since then but there's so many people that still call me the long black train guy so <laughs> it, it made a mark well, and what I love about you and your music too, Josh, is that you're not afraid to share your faith and speak on your faith, you know, whether it's in song or just uh, in conversation. That's that's something that you've always been proud to do. Yeah, and I was privileged to be able to um, record my very first gospel record, you know, two years ago, mm-hmm. I Serve a Savior, and uh, that was such an incredible project to be a part of. We had the Gaithers involved with that, did a live performance DVD of it, and uh, actually won a Dove Award, won my first Dove Award. So, um, so yeah, it, it was cool to uh, to be able to just 
go full out and do a whole record full of faith-based songs. Let's fast forward a couple of years to your first number one hit, and it was a song that Chris Stapleton actually wrote for you, Your Man. At the time, I, none of us knew who Chris Stapleton was. He turned out to be a pretty big deal. So what's the story about, you know, hooking up with Chris and, and getting to record that song? Yeah, Chris and I, we kind of rubbed elbows a lot back in those days. Um, he and I were doing demos in the same place, and we would write together, and we were always just kind of running into each other at my producer's uh, publishing company. And and so I've recorded, you know, quite a few of Chris's songs, and I even had him sing uh, background vocals on on my song Loretta Lynn's Lincoln, if you remember that song. <laughs> um, and uh, so, yeah, Chris and I, we go way back. And um, so, yeah, it, it, it's uh, that song's changed mine and his life. Hell yeah, I bet you guys were eating well after that one. So we're running out of time, Josh. I can't let you go without asking you about your Johnny Cash story. I've heard this story a few times, but never from you. So you were a student at Belmont University. You get to Nashville and you went up and knocked on his door, right? Yeah, the brief version is that I had, I was a starving college student there at Belmont University in Nashville, and I had been reading Johnny's uh, book, and I had read about the the neurological disorder that he had been diagnosed with, and I I was like, you know what, if I if, if he dies and I don't get to meet him, I'm going to be utterly disappointed. So I came up with this crazy plan of trying to meet him and found out where he lived and and actually went and he answered the door (laughs) and i got to speak with him for a few minutes and he was just very down to earth and and normal and treated me with respect and gave me a few minutes of his time and and uh and when he shut the door and i went to walk back to my truck you know it was just i just broke down crying because i couldn't believe that it had just happened and so the the morning that I woke up and found out that he had passed away, uh, I was I was very thankful that I had taken that risk uh, to try to meet him because that was the only opportunity I ever had. Surely you didn't expect him to answer the door, or did you? <laughs> no, I didn't. And I don't, he didn't expect me to be at the door either. <laughs> Moral of the story, take a risk. It could pay off big. Josh, I sure appreciate you spending some time with me tonight. As a fan of older country music, I fully endorse this new album. I encourage our listeners to download it, or vinyl is making a comeback, and there are vinyl copies now available for this, right? That's right. And, of course, digital downloads wherever you download music. The name of the album, Country State of Mind, the new single, a cover of Vern Gosden's I Can Tell by the Way You Dance.